Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets, brought to you by Standard Bank, your partner for growth on this continent we call home. Hashtag Africa Connected. Now, if you're wanting one of the world's greatest cappuccinos, in my experience, Mauritius is not the place to do it. Um, Because it's going to be a struggle. When I last checked, they were still importing milk powder from Australia because there's simply not enough land to justify running herds of cattle on their own. Uh, But they do produce a great brew called Phoenix. So if you're looking for a nice beer, Mauritius is a good place to go. And a range of really good rums because, of course, uh, Mauritius has got a legacy of a huge sugar industry. And, of course, rum made from molasses which comes from sugar, on a glorious island. But I've not ever had any rum for breakfast. I'm not pointing fingers or anything, but Nikki Webikicha, <laughs> I mean, this is all in a day's work. I mean, you're a true team player, and I thank you on our behalf for having rum for breakfast. But why? <laughs> Taking one for the team, Bruce. Oh, you know, I really, one. Uh, everywhere. <laughs> a few, I'm afraid. Um I really like to give our listeners as an authentic experience as possible. And our hosts this morning were at a sugar museum called L'Aventure du Sucre. As you rightly say, I mean, Mauritius is one of the most well-known sugar producers in the world. And a very well-known and famous byproduct of sugar, of course, is rum. And we were given a tour of this museum, which used to be a plantation and a factory where they make and process sugar. But they also uh, produce rum as well. And whilst we were quite eager and enthusiastic to have a keen understanding of the sugar production process, uh, Bruce, they were quite eager as well to give us shots of rum at nine o'clock in the morning. And that is how and why we started our day. But this industry, even though it is a legacy one, Bruce, is huge for Mauritius. Um, it's still one of its biggest exports. We heard today that they export about 300,000 tons of sugar around the world. Now, they have preferential access into the EU, something which is going to lapse now in October. So what they're trying to do is to diversify even within sugar production itself. And one of the big focus areas from now on, even though they've been doing it for a while, is going to be focusing on rum production and upping that production. And the, the rum, let me say, were very, very, very tasty, Bruce. Have, have you had Green Island while you're there? I know it's massively commercial, but um, it, it's delicious. Green Island? Is that a rum? It's a rum. You missed out. So tonight... <laughs> after this, but only after this. Um, go and order. The one, the one I've had is called Rum L'Aventure, and it's made from a golden bakery uh, sugar, Bruce. So they took us through the various types of sugar which they use. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the darker the rum, oh, uh, the more molasses they use. I'm now an expert, as you can see. <laughs> well, now, now you need to try clear rum in Green Island. It's a goodie. It, it, it's, it's, it's like, I don't know, the castle lager of rums um, in Mauritius. Now, you, you, you met a young entrepreneur in the car sales business. How big a market is there for motor cars in Mauritius? I was very, very interested in meeting this young man. I mean, he is a qualified chartered accountant and engineer, but five years or so ago, Bruce, he decided to give up all of that, that security of uh, the commercial world, and started his own business called Car Club Limited. He's a young entrepreneur, very ambitious, very hardworking, and they started this uh, by importing trucks initially, and, and that didn't work out so well. Eventually, they started importing 
second-hand uh, luxury cars. And he says it's going exceedingly well. Last year, for example, they sold about 9,000. And they're importing these from countries like Japan and the UK. But what is interesting, Bruce, is that because of this growing middle class and a growing expat community, he's very, very bullish that that um, appetite and market is going to grow. And he's also hoping to, in fact, start selling to neighboring, I use the word loosely, neighboring African countries like Kenya, where there's also a huge demand for imported second-hand quality cars. Nikiwe Bikicha, I'm taking one for the team. Thank you, Nikiwe. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling thirsty, <laughs> so if you could have one for me then this evening, um, a, a light. I've got, I've got one for you, as you know. I've got a bottle for you. I always send you stuff, so oh. I shall send you something. Uh, I'm, thinking, uh, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking where you should go to next. So there were lovely cashew nuts from Mozambique. There's rum from Mauritius. I'm thinking but you should go to Italy. I'm, I, I fancy so there a, you have it. I'm, I'm fancying a Ferrari, but it's not Africa-connected. We'll do, we'll do Italy-connected next. Uh, Nikiwe Bikicha. Thank you very much indeed, Nikki Webekicha, on the line to us from Mauritius this evening. For more on Nikki Webekicha's fantastic travels, go to africaconnected.702.co.za. Santa Bank calls Africa home and drives her growth, combining their strong African presence with global capabilities. They support the aspirations of their clients looking for a banking partner who knows Africa. Santa Bank has partnered with 702 and Cape Talk on Africa Connected to give you in-depth, first-hand insights and rum into Africa's diverse markets. Let's Santa Bank be your partner for growth on this continent we call home.